0: Welcome to Rag Bag. My name's Frank Burton. Hello again to all the new listeners I've attracted thanks to my recent controversies. Good to have you on board. I wonder what outrageous things I'm going to say next. Only one way to find out. Stay tuned. Later on, I'll be talking to Mike Burton, host of the Genuine Chit Chat podcast. He's also the host of Star Wars Comics in Canon, and he's lined up to be a regular contributor to my other podcast, I Like the Sound. You're all up to date with that, right guys? Even those of you who just tune in for my various controversial statements, I'm a real controversial guy, okay? Get over it. Anyway, Mike's on later. Here's one of the things he's going to be saying to me.
1: I I love talking to people and it's, it's a good excuse. (laughs) It's a a good excuse to be able to speak with people. Cause if you just contact someone and go, you know, if I contact an independent creator that I think is cool and I say, Hey, can I just chat with you on the phone for like two hours? People are like, "Mm, maybe not. But if you say I've got a podcast and you know, quite a few people actually listen to it. So it's quite cool when you make a lot of different connections and a lot of time people come on my shows and go on some of my other friends podcasts or other podcasts that are vaguely related to mine, because it's just, it's a great community to be a part of, so I'm just happy because obviously we met through podcasting and things, and we met in real life when um when as well, uh which is really cool. When you are allowed to do so. Yeah, back in the <laughs> the old days. <laughs> <laughs> now, just returning
0: to the subject of last week's Apology episode, in which I apologised for saying some stupid things which have since been deleted. Turns out apologizing for stuff gets you a whole load of attention. I really like this idea. If you heard the episode, and it appears that pretty much everyone did, thanks for that, guys. If you heard the episode, you'll know that I apologise for the thing without actually saying what the thing was. So you can guess what happened next. Everyone started Googling it. Quite a few listeners got in touch to say, what did you do, Frank? What did you say? What was this horrible thing that you said? It occurs to me, That I need to modify this marketing model that I came up with last week. The model was say a stupid thing, delete the stupid thing and apologize for the stupid thing. Now it's occurred to me I don't actually need to go through stages one and two. All I need to do to get people's attention is apologize. I think I'm going to apologize every week, not for anything in particular but through my wording of the apology I'm going to make it sound like I've done something awful or said something awful. I haven't, okay. That's just between you and me, right? So here we go. Here is this week's apology. I would like to sincerely apologise to anyone who may have been hurt by the thing. If I've upset anyone, I want you to know this was not my intention. I believe it was... WH Auden, or maybe WB Yates, who said, when you say your prayers, try to understand. I've made mistakes. I'm just a man. There's a lot of truth in that. Actually, it was John Bon Jovi, but you get the point, you know what I mean? Let's have a tune, and then perhaps we'll run through some shout-outs, eh? Right, shout-outs time. And once again, returning to the theme of the controversy, Leonard in Hawaii says, Frank, you have absolutely nothing to apologise for. You're absolutely right, Leonard. I literally don't. He continues, You can't say anything these days. I'm not sure what you mean by that, Leonard. You just said something then. And then, bewilderingly, he adds, Hashtag snowflakes. Well, yes, there really is a chill in the air at this time of year, isn't there, Leonard? He also adds, hashtag cancel culture. Hashtag cancel... I I really don't know what that means, Leonard. Are you suggesting that we somehow cancel the whole of culture? Like what, on some kind of money-back guarantee scheme? Culture is a very broad term. Even if we did manage to implement some kind of system where we cancel the whole of culture... What gets included and what does not? You could argue that everything has some kind of cultural connotation. Anything that's connected to humanity, from architecture to food to video games, fashion, even the words we use in conversation, probably the only way you could cancel the whole of culture would be to wipe out the human race. And let's face it, there's a compelling argument that wiping out the human race is actually... A morally just thing to do, given the number of other species we're directly involved in driving to extinction, given the climate emergency which is making these matters much worse, and given that the rest of nature would flourish if we all decided to commit suicide, for example. Bear with me on this, listeners. I was hoping that something like this would come up, as a matter of fact. I want to have something to apologise for next week. So let's go with this. Call me controversial, but I think Every single human being on this planet should be immediately killed. And I stand by that. I think that would be a good idea. You only need to look at the evidence. We are the bad guys, and we should rightfully be destroyed before we end up destroying everything. Anyway, thanks for getting in touch, Leonard. Your thoughts are important to us. Let's see who else has been in touch. Gary says, I like what you said about the phrase, the best thing since sliced bread... I've always found that odd myself. I also struggle to comprehend the expression, you haven't got a snowball in hell's chance. Surely, says Garry, no one has a chance in hell. There are no chances. I appreciate the principle that the snowball would melt due to the heat and would therefore cease to be a snowball. But if that's the case, the snowball's got off lightly, hasn't it? All it's missing out on is eternal pain and damnation." What would a snowball be doing in hell in the first place? It's an inanimate object, presumably exempt from the afterlife. There's about three more pages of this, listeners. I'll skip to the end of the email because I quite like the last part. Gary says, It'll be a cold day in hell before I start using the expression Snowball in hell's chance. Imagine if a snowball turned up on a cold day in hell. At least he'd have a sporting chance then. (laughs) Thanks, Gary. You're an overthinker for sure, but I can relate to that. Sometimes I think I think a little bit too much. It'd be good just to shut my brain off. Hopefully everyone in the world will be killed soon and that will solve that problem for me. It's okay, folks. I'm already drafting the apology for this in my head. It's going to be a good one. Next week's apology is going to be one of the all-time great apologies. I can see it all now. Let's have another tune and we'll hook up with Mike Burton from Genuine Chit Chat. Stick around.
2: to make believe it's the first time and i gotta say to you love will find a way ain't that always true
0: now it's time for this week's guest mike burton as i've said is the host of the genuine chit chat podcast I've appeared on Mike's show several times now. He's a great guy. He's one of my biggest supporters. He's always been very encouraging and passionate about the books that I write. And it's become kind of an annual thing. Whenever I have a new book coming out, I'll go on Genuine Chit Chat and talk to Mike about it. So it's very nice to finally have him on this little show of mine, Rag Bag. Let's just get straight on with our conversation.
1: Uh, genuine chit chat. So uh, the tagline is honest conversations with interesting people. Uh, and the, the the kind of joke in itself is that everyone is an interesting person if you get them speaking about the right thing. Uh, and it's more so, one of my favorite things in the world is speaking to someone about something they're passionate about and you kind of see their eyes light up and they get more and more excited as they're talking about it. And they kind of, a lot of the time people speak faster and faster, kind of catch themselves. And so, I, I love that sort of stuff. It just, it, it just makes me happy when you see someone who's passionate about something uh, and I generally find that my interests are sort of I'm interested in everything to a degree uh, of the amount that I can keep a conversation going generally about a subject matter to some, t- to some degree um, and it's just what I love doing I mean I've been doing it now for three and a half years I've had musicians on uh, of all kinds of genres uh, of punk bands metal bands uh rappers um uh well i've got other ones coming on in the future as well uh, of different varieties authors and obviously i've had you on frank three times which is uh okay. i'll call that out now episodes 34 56 and 86 um i think 34 was speaking about um that's when we first met we recorded in a park so for sounds and things it can people can you can link this in with a promo for your other show because you know if you want to hear bird sounds and nature sounds to some very small degree Um, uh, but that we were uh chatting in the field. we spoke about uh epilepsy and your i think we spoke about epilepsy and your time on the, the sort of bbc uh show and things and then we yeah. just spoke about music as well and then the other two times were kind of more focused on your books uh and things which is quite good uh so obviously i've had you on i've had other podcasters on it's a good way to to listen to things where you can uh, branch out. Like I, I say this to people as well, even my subscribers, is that you're not going to like every episode. You might. Some I've had one or two people say to me they've gone to listen to the majority of the back catalog, which I commend them, but I don't necessarily recommend that. All the episodes I'm happy of, and even the old ones are good, even the first ones, but there's such a wide variety of things that I've spoken to someone I've, I've spoken to a magister from the Church of Satan, but I've also spoken, and they're atheists anyway, just to clarify, they don't worship Satan. Um, and there's, I've spoken to a blind filmmaker from Australia called Gough, who's a returning guest. I've spoken to uh, authors. I've spoken to people suffering with mental illnesses and speaking about uh, things like that. I've got a friend of mine who's got Crohn's disease and spoken to her. So there's such a, a wide variety of things. And the consistency is that, I will always just be interested and I just, I, I love talking to people and it's, it's a good excuse. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good excuse to be able to speak with people. Cause if you just contact someone and go, you know, if I contact an independent creator that I think is cool and I say, Hey, can I just chat with you on the phone for like two hours? People are like, mm, maybe not. But if you say I've got a podcast and you know, quite a few people actually listen to it. So it's quite cool. And you make a lot of different connections and a lot of time, people who come on my shows and go on some of my other friends' podcasts or other podcasts that are vaguely related to mine because it's just, it's a great community to be a part of. So I'm just happy because obviously we met through podcasting and things and we met in real life when um, mm. as well, uh, which is really cool. When you are allowed to do so. Yeah, okay, the the old days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you remember when you could meet people? That was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you remember when it didn't a podcast didn't have to be on on Zoom? Um but yeah, most of my podcasts are over Zoom as well. So it's people from all across the world. I spoken to people in America and um Sweden and Australia and Europe and things. It's it's a lot of fun and it's a passion project of mine. And obviously, as I've had you on a few times, you know, it's great. <laughs> but um... yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I, I think what, what one of the things that's good about it, first of all, is that you um, you're into everything that you're doing. So you, you're not I, I can't see you at some point kind of inviting somebody on the show if you didn't like them. And mm-hmm. if if you weren't kind of into that thing. Yeah. You know. Like, um, it's just like, you can sort of hear the enthusiasm you've got for that, for that particular person that you're talking to. Um, mm, yeah. so that's very nice.
1: Well, thank you. I and, really appreciate you saying that. Yeah. I do not. I want to clarify people, people may think that I say yes to everyone. <laughs> I don't. I do. People contact me. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's,
0: it seems like you're, you, 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 would only choose uh, to have a guest on that you were into and, and a guest on that you like. And that's, uh, that, that is reflected in the way that you talk to that person because like if from personal experience like if, if i was talking to someone that who's like because I, I do kind of interviews on the ragbag podcast yeah, with, yeah. like primarily with musicians and i can't imagine what i would say if i was talking to someone whose music i didn't particularly like I would <laughs> i'd be you know oh, well okay tell me tell me talk to me about music for a bit and i'll just sit here and listen to it you know yeah um it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a, a particularly nice experience for anyone <laughs> something.
1: yeah it is that is tricky whenever i get asked especially when people recommend people um which fortunately all the recommendations i've had they like i've had a couple of people say i've been you know they came on the show and they were like oh i had a lot of fun i have this friend and i wondered if you'd want to have them on and it's like it depends on what it is they're going to do i try and like um i do try and spread things out a little bit as well that that is kind of part of it because sometimes I get, I get certain people contact me and what just ends up happening is sometimes people have got something coming out. So I will go, okay, this episode can come out then and then another episode can come out then. And there's a lot of people who I do the show with and they're like, I don't really care when you release the episode. So it could be whenever you can have one sort of stored for a little bit. And I do have to try and make sure that sometimes I'll talk to people about just nerdy stuff because I'm you know, a massive Star Wars nerd and I love superhero films. But I also watch loads of movies, TV series, and I'm a music. I'm really into music as well and podcasting. So I've got my hands in many pies but I, I have caught myself occasionally have like three or four weeks in a row. And it's just like really nerdy stuff and really nerdy stuff and superhero movies and styles. And I'm like, okay, I twist these ones around a little bit because sometimes it is not necessarily that I haven't had the really interesting conversations about different things. It's just at certain times, you know, one week I'll just talk to like three mates of mine and then I'll just have these three really nerdy conversations recorded. So it's just, I've made lots of cool friends and made lots of cool connections from the podcast itself and if people are long-term listeners of the show, you can kind of see where threads go, and and that's quite a fun thing for me. Is when people have been listening to the show a little while, and then I get one guest who says, "Oh, I, uh, I heard you, or I heard this person speak to you, or you speak to them," and I thought it was really cool. So then I reached out to them after coming on your show, and now they're coming on my show, and then because of that, I've connected to someone else, and it's just this nice sort of network of where I don't have a niche, that is my niche, and I, I'm just if I never become, I don't do it to be famous or anything ridiculous like that. So, and I certainly don't do it for the money because I don't make any money from it. So it's just one of those things where I just love talking to people. It, it's just one of the, it's one of the reasons I agree to do guessing on quite a few different podcasts and why I'm always thrilled to speak with you. I mean, this is the, I mean, fourth time, I think, is it that we've.
0: Uh, yeah, it must be. Yeah. Recorded I guess
1: so. yeah. Conversations. There we yeah. go. And I've been podcasting for yeah three years or so. So I speak to you, you know, couple hours every year at least and it's just it's one of those things where i make friends where i don't necessarily need to see you every weekend and hang out all the time necessarily but it is still really cool to see you uh, speak to you over zoom or see you in real life occasionally just to and obviously as we know we've got those mutual sort of friends and things in the podcasting realm of different aspects so it, it's just a lot of fun for me that's the main thing i'm kind of trying to get at. is it's just it is a passion project and i really um, thank you for saying it sounds like people are interested. Uh, it sounds like people are engaged because that, that is what I want, really. I want a good conversation. That's the number one priority. And number two is getting on the internet.
0: Yes, cool. And um, I, I like the the, um, the recent episode that you did with, I'm trying to remember the artist's full name now. Is it Millie?
1: Millie Manders. Um
0: yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that uh, she was great. Um, I really enjoyed listening to that, and um, I, I think you did well in in get in getting the best out of the guest. You mm. know, kind of asking asking the right questions and just kind of uh, letting the guest run away with um, you know, the answers to the questions that you asked.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. I've, I've heard that, people was that, say, "Was that, that a fun one to do?" Oh yeah, Millie was great. Yeah, I reached out to them. Funnily enough, uh, Megan, um, randomly, Megan was like. She's part of Slimming World and she went on someone's profile and then they commented on someone else's profile and she went on a couple of random profiles. She was just kind of, we, we were cooking dinner or whatever, and we said five minutes spare. She just kind of, you know, went down a little Facebook rabbit hole and then someone posted something about Millie Manders somewhere. And then Megan just saw the band name, clicked on it, saw a song on YouTube and then told me about it. We listened to it and I was like, this is really cool. Messaged them got it sorted two weeks later they're on the, on the podcast. It was well, them, Millie uh, being the, the front person, it's her sort of project. But it, it was loads of fun. And it was one of those times where I was just like, I just was hoping she would say yes to speak to me because I just got really into their music. And I was like, this is really cool. It should be really, I got into them in that week or two. And when the music's fresh, you just want to only listen to that nonstop for like two weeks or whatever, or a few days and depending. And so I was really, really into it. So it was really cool to be able to just reach out to a band that I liked and just speak to them and say, I got into music recently. I think it's cracking. And here's some questions that I'm just, I'm just interested by the answer to these questions. Not even necessarily as a podcast. I'm just, that's one of the things where I try and only say yes to things I'd like when it's, you know, when it's a filmmaker or when it's a musician or something, as you say, it's like, as long as you like it, you can kind of think of the right questions. And people have said to me before, one of the things they like, contrary to how it sounds in, in this conversation, is that I I know how to not talk sometimes. In the early podcasts, I, I did, sometimes I'd have a guest on, i get a bit too excited <laughs> in a lot of ways. And I've kind of learned to, to rein it in a bit, kind of, I've, I've heard certain interviews with people and they try and, in some ways stick to something and they'll ask a question and it's not, it's not a dig on anyone else's interview podcast that does this. It's just how I do mine differently is just, I'll ask a question and then I'll wait until most of the time the person is seemingly completely finished talking. Whereas I know certain uh, more, the more the bigger podcasts are more commercial sort of ones where they have a more of a a regiment and more of like a team of people around them. But it's like, they ask the question, they get the answer onto the next question and a lot of the time I write notes and I don't even, <laughs> I write notes and I'm like half the time I just get halfway through it and I don't even uh, look at the other one. There's so many tangents I could have gone off with, uh, with Millie and we just ended up kind of, it was just a real nice free flowing conversation, but she's a really, really cool person. Anyone who's listening to this, I would recommend go check out Millie Manders and the shut up because they're, they're such a cool band uh, and they're, they've got a lot of influences they've got like their their music is from a lot of of different places and i really like that and it it was just cool to be able to speak with someone who's a creative who's also passionate you can hear when we speak she's so invested in what she's in and she's there's a lot of topics to get that she's very honest about and she says that you know she there's been relationships that she's basically had to choose the band over because of just how life kind of works in some ways and it's been difficult for her in some elements it's just like someone being that open and honest while also creating art that I can listen to, to enjoy. It's just one of those amazing things where I'm just happy to give her any amount of a platform just so anyone can, even if it's one other person uh, check out her music, because that's just, it. that's what it's about, isn't it? It's just people enjoying art together, I guess.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I kind of feel that way about kind of the interviews that I do on uh, the rag bag podcast, obviously is, uh, primarily with kind of musicians and stuff. And there's there's certain ones that I've had where um, a, a lot of them are just kind of people who I've just discovered, like like you did with Millie, was just like oh, I, I, this is really good. I'll get in touch with this person. Yeah. And like um, you know, I've only heard a few tracks, but I really like this sort of thing. But um, there's a couple of things. Um, one of my absolute favorite bands of all time are a band called Herman Dune, who a lot of people haven't heard of, but like I've I've literally been listening to their music for the last 20 years I and mean, this, this started in 2000 so it has been 20 years since i first discovered them and you know often on a daily basis i would listen to their albums and stuff like that and then it's only recently i, I actually <laughs> had an excuse to um contact them and say can i actually talk to you and I, you know um it's it's kind of like the pseudonym of this guy called David Ivar, who's basically just him. It's more of a solo thing. Hmm. Um, he kind of, um, his band members sort of change around, but he's kind of like the mainstay of the thing. And, yeah. um, I, you know, I've I messaged him just out of the blue and said, do you want to come on my podcast? And he messaged me back and said, yes. And um, <laughs> Amazing. I just couldn't believe it. You know, it's like, but, but, but do, you, do you know what this means to me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: incredible, yeah. it- it, it, when things like that happen, I, I, there's uh, I can't say who just in case, but I've I reached out to um, an author, a Star Wars author, someone who's written several Star Wars books, and oh, uh, okay. there's one coming out, and they my it's due in it's not this Monday coming up, it's the Monday after that, so it's in the next two weeks, and they've agreed. Like I had to send mm. the questions to their agent, who sent the questions to Lucasfilm. To get them approved by Lucasfilm before I could speak to them Uh, and they said yes and so I'm I'm so chuffed about that I'm just like I've said to people before like if if for some reason in 2021 I just could never podcast again that interview in itself will be have been something that is just insane that makes me happy but also lots of other little aspects of it like you know there is the chat like Minnie Manders who's just it was really cool for like a month just to have This month period where I got into a band, I listened to it, I loved it, interviewed them, like three days after, or interviewed Millie three days after her album dropped, and it was just such a cool little month of of Millie Mander's. And then other times where it's just like conversations I've had with yourself and the other people I've connected with. I've got my other podcast, which is Star Wars Comics and Canon, and it airs on the Comics in Motion podcast uh, on Saturdays. And through that, they have like a different show on. Each day of the week, we're in just a big group chat together, we're just a bunch of nerds who love comics. So, with that, we've just like, we go on each other's shows all the time, just kind of like do little collaborations, just because it's fun to chat with your nerdy mates about stuff you love. And I know that you, in a sense, in, in, not in a drug way in any kind, but you're a music nerd. Like, I love music as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are super. Uh, and so, you can talk to relatively anyone about music as long as they're passionate about that. And, and in any of the ragbag uh, interviews you've done, you can really hear just like, you're so into the music and the person who is creating the music is reciprocal in the way of their appreciating you appreciating them. And you get that nice back and forth where you get that sort of, you get a lot of conversations with people that are so natural because it's not that confined, you know, strict interview format. And I think that's something that you do expertly as well with, with yours is just you show that you're interested and you bring up certain questions of, the kind of questions that only really a fan could actually ask and mm, yeah in doing that you then make people when they hear go God, that, like even if they haven't heard the artist themselves you listen to it and you go because of the way you've described it as a fan and the way they've described it in their way as a creator it culminates to something that you know you're like i just want to listen to that thing to know what they're describing in a sense so i think with your podcast it does work very much well in that way too
0: oh well thank you very much that's nice of you to say
1: yeah, it's uh. We've been. I mean, have we been? You and I've been podcasting relatively this amount of time. Have you been podcasting longer than me?
0: Uh, I think we must have started around the same time. I started um the beginning of 2018, which means I'm coming up to three years.
1: Yeah. So I was when we spoke. I think I was yeah t- late 2017. I think September 2017 was when my first episode came out. So I think when we spoke, it was that. Because episode thirty six, that had been uh, episode thirty four rather. That would be uh, for for the first while. I, it would generally be one episode a week, but then when they were longer, they get split into two parts. So that was probably around the year or so mark. So I think we that probably made about sense. So you'd probably been podcasting for several months at that sort of point, and I'd been doing it for maybe a year. But yeah, I mean that that was a that was a a lot of fun to conversation but it's cool when you meet someone who has been podcasting a similar sort of time to you as well because it's i love hearing about all your all the different projects and things you've got going on it's always very interesting you're 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 definitely not uh with mixing with your your audio projects in general because obviously you've got all your audio books as well and you can just come being a guest on my show all the time it makes you for a very versatile and interesting guest when you've got all these different uh things that you're kind of involved with
0: yeah well it I, th- I think it's nice to work in more than one medium because yeah. it's it it keeps things kind of interesting i think that's why i started doing because i've been writing kind of all of my life but i started podcasting as uh, as a way of kind of doing things in a different sort of way mm. and there's there's obviously things that you can do with podcasting that you can't do with like just writing words on a page yeah i've somehow managed to find a way for the two things to complement each other as well so like bits of the podcast will make their way into the books and stuff so
1: the ragbag world um, i do love how you have kind yeah. of pulled that together
0: <laughs> yes well I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you think of the second book because um it's um yeah I'm, I'm really pleased with how it's uh turned out and yeah. um yeah, there's sort of uh, bits of the podcast in that and it's sort of interrelated with the first book, but you don't have to be familiar with the first book to hmm. understand what's going on in the second. So my, uh, my plan is to have a series of books. You could just read one if you want and it would make sense mm-hmm. or you could read the series, but you don't have to read the series in the order that they were written in. So it's kind of like, uh, yeah, just I'll have that one.
1: Yeah. that's amazing and it also it allows it for people that it allows an accessibility to any whenever you have a release if anyone just their eye catches it at the right time and that's a lot of it when you're you know an independent creator uh without thousands and thousands of pounds to invest in advertising like like you and i definitely don't have um to be able to just you know it'd be, it'd be a dream if you just got given hey here's a million pounds to spend on advertising every year would be like oh god <laughs> golly gosh <laughs> but like um obviously a million would be excessive but it's when you have that sort of accessibility, it means that when someone listens to your uh, creation, be it the podcast or the reads the book or has uh, the audio version of the book and they listen to it, it's like if they like that and you obviously say, you know, this part of the the ragbag world or whatever the connective tissue is. And it's like, well, if someone likes that, they can then just in their own time, get into whatever kind of vaguely piques their interest. Uh, and it is a cool way of doing it. It's quite ingenious in the way of getting a wider audience. while keeping it's one of those things i almost say that like a lot of superhero movies a lot of other things could have this issue in some ways while others don't is that marvel got it to a t where you can just watch apart from the last two avengers films you can watch almost anyone and and they connect enough but if you watch them all you do get this nice thing that connects them all and it's is that you've you've created your own universe you know the, the ragbag cinematic universe that's what it is of the books and uh, it's amazing well
0: i didn't mean to do that it just sort of happened <laughs> it, uh, i didn't have like a marketing plan like the marvel guys did <laughs> i just thought it'd be like a kind of a fun thing to do to like link things up in some sort of um you know but um it, it probably is true and i'd like to think that once one thing takes off then the other things will go along with it yeah. um i'm just waiting for that to, <laughs> for that to happen <laughs> i don't know but maybe it'll be maybe it'll be the new podcast or maybe it'll be the next book um but the, the the plan is for one of these things to take off and then the rest of it can be attached to that
1: yeah it was a good way of doing it. It I concur. It's, it's one of those things. It's, it's kind of almost vaguely in part, and part of why collaborations are so good. Cause then it just means if anyone, you know, if tomorrow I woke up and I was Joe Rogan famous, which I don't think is ever going to happen, but if it did my, the thing I'd be most happy about, apart from being able to do podcasting as a job, it would be anyone else that creates cool stuff. They could just come on my show. And then the sheer, even if 1% of my listener base, then Checks their stuff out, it would boost them so much, and it would just be, yeah,
0: like,
1: yeah. You know, it, it, that's the kind of thing that I would love to strive for. That's almost the, the goal. It's, it's, I've had quite a few people, as you said, with Mini Manders. I've had, I think, five people now individually co- say to me they listened to the, Billy Man, the Mini Manders interview and they, they really liked it, and all the, they listened to her music and really liked it. So, that sort of thing does make me really happy because it's just that's what I want just to shine a light on cool creators,
0: yeah. That, 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 that's another thing about just going back to what I was saying about interviewing um, David Eber yeah. from Herman Dune. I was like, I, I really like the idea that people are going to listen to my podcast and discover like this guy yeah, who I personally think is one of the greatest musical geniuses of all time. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but they're discovering it through me. <laughs> I know. So, it's uh,
1: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It is, it is one of those things it's just brilliant with with podcasting all those weird things it's it does make me happy hearing you say that with the, just like randomly like I, I did recently um there's a band and um, I, I never like to say who it is unless they've been on the show before just in case um uh, but there is a band that I got into within the last couple of weeks and I was like I posted a thing about them I, I occasionally do post uh stuff about bands on my Instagram story and whatever and music I like, and. Occasionally you may get a like from the, the band, but if there's a certain level of uh, fame, you, you don't get a response, which is fine. That's not why I do it. I just want people to kind of check it out. I did that and the band messaged me and said, oh, thanks, dude. Really appreciate you listening. Uh, welcome to the family or something. And I was like, okay, hi, amazing. I really like this stuff. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you have a fancy, if you want to come to a podcast, then yeah, you can yeah, yeah, go ahead. And then they were like, yeah, it's really cool. Here's the details of our manager. I've contacted their manager. And then in January, we're going to make it work. And I just found <laughs> out that they, uh, was another band that I absolutely love. Um, one of my like, favorite bands. And the singer of that band is featured on one of their prior albums and also was a producer for their first album. So they've got this weird connection to this other band that I loved. And I, I didn't even know that I would have contacted them. So it's just cool, fun little ways. Like once again, just that conversation with, I've, through the people I've met through podcasting and just conversations with cool people who I've just on a whim Message and didn't think i'd get them on the show and you just get to have a really i will say one of my last things is one when i used to go to gigs a lot when i was younger i used to love staying behind trying to meet the the band and whatever you know when i was also a teenager and then it got to a point where i was just like none of them are ever going to remember me none of them not not it's not because it's not like oh man, no one's going to remember me but more like you can't really have an actual conversation with someone if you're just a fan at the end of a gig, because unless there's barely any of you, you you can't really have that. I, I have had a couple of times where we've been either one of the last ones to see them or before the show, you see them and they're just hanging out somewhere and you're like, Oh man, you are this band, are you, they're the support act. So they kind of a bit more chill with hanging out. And I've had several conversations with, with bands, especially smaller ones and things, which are really cool. And you have this, memory i've got a few photos of some bands that are quite big now and when they were small they just play like a local uh thing but the podcasting is a whole nother level of that it it kind of is i don't stop and wait behind for bands anymore at gigs because chances are one in ten chance if they're small enough i could just contact them on facebook or ever just or whatever social media Mm. or even just email and there's a chance they'll come on the show and that is just the, the chance to have a conversation with people as you say uh with the person that you'd like as well is just just the opportunity to be able to talk to someone at like a normal person for a couple of hours or an hour or so uninterrupted is one of those really undervalued things that i just think you and i are very lucky in with podcasting and the fact that we can reach out to these people when we're just we, we could just have those fans and you have to kind of hold back a little bit of like how cool you think they are i had to do that a bit with billy manders i was just like I think you're amazing, you could be the next big thing, but I can't just constantly, you know, conflate, not conflate their ego in a sense, but you you can't just constantly say how much you love them because it just, you have to play host a little bit and not quite a fan.
0: Yeah, play it cool. That's the way to go. And then then afterwards you can just uh, celebrate.
1: (laughs) Just tell everyone you know, and most people just don't care. (laughs) It's like... Yeah, well,
0: this is the thing. I mean, people don't know what i'm talking about i was like I've got, you, you've never guessed who i talked to last week and i'll tell them who it was and they were who's that
1: yeah <laughs> someone be excited for me please <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always great fun chatting with you and stuff uh, frank and things and I would definitely when you've got is this one i don't know how much details you're giving out about this one but is this the jail one the the book
0: the premise of it is it's about a a series of crimes that frank gets involved in um, mm. but you're not sure whether any of it's real or not and he's yeah. not sure either so it's very sort of um yeah there's there's a whole kind of mystery around that
1: that's cool and, and it-
0: yeah it's um I'm, I'm pleased with the way that it's turned out
1: yeah i'm excited because as you said with your uh, prior <laughs> book um yes. that i listened to you had very good uh there's that without saying too much about it because that book has got a lot of mystery around it. But uh, your prior book, which is um,
0: Everything I Am, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I loved Everything I Am because it's got that. Every I won't say what happens or anything, obviously, but it was just one of those things where, it, as it went on, you got more and more invested with the mystery of it all. As as Frank was as well, and it was like I really liked your anthology, uh, hundred story. I thought that was really cool, especially because some of the sort of stories of repeating characters and they all sort of uh, some of them sort of intertwined, and some of the brilliant ideas of just one-off stories. But I think that everything I am was really good with the the way you did the mystery. So I'm excited to hear. Uh, this next sort of edition in that as well and obviously when you release it and stuff I'll give it a listening. you can come on my show and we can chat about it because I'm always excited for that
0: yay <laughs> thank you for listening many many thanks to mike burton check out all of mike's stuff details are in the show notes genuine chit chat podcast star wars comics in canon it is all there for you to feast upon mike as i have said is going to be a regular contributor to my new podcast i like the sound please do check that out also if you have not done yet it is a lot of fun frankburton.co.uk is my website all the details of my books can be found up on there social media, twitter and instagram the handle is at I've got no idea what the handle is what is it At Ragbag Presents, that's the one. Thank you very much. I will see you very soon.